Hey, hi, I'm Suresh Kumar. So this is SEO in 2023. Suresh, what is your number one SEO tip for 2023? It's always the metadata. Metadata of website, web pages and all. That's exactly where we see something called schema and these kind of things. Yeah, metadata. It's, it's a lot more complicated than it used to be. Or it's, uh, It used to be just about uh, meta description, didn't it? That, that was the only thing that mattered almost. But uh, obviously, you're talking about schema as well. Yeah, back in 2011, something, the metadata is more like, you know, just title and meta description. Right now, we got evolved, people got evolved, number of pages got evolved these days. So people are pumping a lot of data, something on you know, web pages, I mean, videos, images, and all. In the, even in the images, videos, we have the metadata. If you see an image, we have EXIF data. So if we, if we talking about something like a you know, video, they have a lot of EXIF, a lot of data over there also. And also for the web pages. We don't have much of the web pages metadata. That's exactly where the schema, I mean, the, that schema.org, that, that is a JSON LD code. We just use it. That will help the search engines to understand what exactly the page is all about. So what exactly the topic we're talking about, entities, and a lot of things. Yeah. So, what are the key elements of metadata in 2023 then? What are the elements that SEOs don't know enough about? Uh, okay, SEO uh, just focus on the metadata, something the uh, something like a JSON LD. They just use it. Okay, people SEOs normally use something like you know Yoast or something like that. They just use random generators to just use make use of it. So automatic generators, yeah. Yes, auto generators, but they they might be wrong. Okay, they're not getting the max out of it. So that's exactly where once you start learning the JSON LD code, how it works. Once you juggle with the code. If if we can expand the code, what we have, what is already there, you can make the most of it. I have already tested this single variable testing and all. It works. It's not have ninety nine percent success rates. So that's exactly what I do as a full time because I consult people with the schema uh, things and I code the things and also like technical SEO consulting. So I see what exactly happened when we deploy the custom schema uh, to on the website on the client's website. And within days or something, within weeks, we can see a lot of uh, something, you know, movements in rankings. That's right. So what makes JSON-LD so important? JSON-LD is something, uh, Google uses the JSON-LD. Okay, they recommend JSON-LD. So, okay, that is the easiest way to get the uh, data from a web page, actually. So that's, we keep the JSON-LD in the something in the headers. Okay, that's our simplest code, okay. And also something that people keep the JSON-LD somewhere, some the footer or something, because they think like, you know, JSON-LD make the website uh, uh, speed slow. It is not like that, okay. JSON-LD uh, doesn't affect the page speed. And all. So by using the JSON-LD, we are just saying like, you know, what exactly the page is about something, you know, header or something, you know, title, what exactly the topic we're talking about. Uh, we can use the entities of uh, something called Wikipedia, Wikidata, these kind of vocabularies, we can use it. We can point this up. So this is the topic, something called, if you are a David, okay? What exactly, where are you from? From London. We can point the uh, entities of London, actually. It is from something of Wikipedia, Wikidata, these kind of URLs. We can point into that code block. So that Google can easily understand something like, you know, something like knowledge graph, something, you know, you are a David who lives in London, what what you do something, from you are from SEO, search engine optimization, there is a topic in Wikipedia, we can use that for answer. So what are, what is the easiest way to implement JSON LD? The easiest way to implement something, as of now, if you have no idea, whatever it is, okay, just pick up a something called uh, generators, start filling up the details and get the code and implement it in the site headers. That's the thing. And just while implementing just make sure you implement one code for each page. That's the thing. That's how it should be. 
people just put it in the headers it will be the same code it uh, presently all over the page something like you know i've seen a lot of case something home page schema present in inner pages and all that's bad because we are just confusing we are, the google that you know which is the home page that's important but we, we have to like you know can this easily easily be incorporated into most cmss ie for something like wordpress is there a plugin to easily do this Yes, we can do it actually. If you have no idea how to implement, we can always reach out to the something called uh, helping platform like Fiverr or something. They can help out. Or in the support also, then um, people can help out. That's the thing. But and also something that we can't we can't do GTM actually Google Tag Manager for this because Google Tag Manager has to load and again it has to uh, I mean uh, deploy the JSON-LD code. So yeah, I mean, because rendering time it takes time. We don't want that to be happening. That's the thing for Google, but. So uh, obviously there are many more schema opportunities now than there used to be a few years ago. So what are some of the key schema markup opportunities now that um, you still see SEO is missing out on? Uh, um, the recent one, the, the clip operator, the the video from the clip actually. Recently, Google has their own documentation on the clips actually, something you know. Like we are doing the video, so once we found any juicy part, something which is very helpful. So you find the question, just like you know, in the YouTube video, we can like this clip having a timestamp. We can just it will link to the exact video, right? That's exactly we can add this schema also. That's the thing. So by adding this uh, these things in the clip information in the schema and add it in the website, so we get more feature snippets. The best thing is something you know. None of the SEOs are doing in the audio part. The same clip video, uh, clip schema can be used for the audio also. None of the SEOs are doing it. So that is one of the thing. And also something, most of the SEOs are not even doing something called, something called you know, upgrading the schema codes. This, this, they just like, you know, they just leave it as it is. But we have to keep on upgrading the new things, what Google is offering, and we have to improvise it. So, sorry, just to clarify exactly how that would work. So you're talking about um, highlighting a specific section from a video. So, so maybe from a YouTube video. So... Can you embed a YouTube video on a page and then incorporate schema um, on yes. that page to identify to search engines what you're referring to exactly? exactly. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. schema the schema type will be the video object and it will be the, the clip will be sub part of the video object. That's the thing. We can do it. Okay, okay, understood. And you do, and you mentioned audio. You So you, if it was a podcast, it was an audio-only exactly. episode. If it was it an MP3 on the page, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Correct, correct. Okay, and... Um, you say that um, schema helps both search engines and users. Um, so how does it help users as well? The simplest one. Okay, every time there is an update, uh, users has hard time to finding the relevant results, right? Sometimes, most of the times, okay. They can't even find the relevant information. That's exactly where, like, you know, people has to uh, browse to the second page, the third page. That's exactly the issue we have. So the more information we give to the, in the metadata, Google can figure out the information, process it, and Google can get, as the relevant results, I mean, uh, top of the relevant results, and visitors can click those URLs, just come to the website, and we have the high intent visitors. That's exactly what we wanted, actually. It's a win-win scenario, something, you know, Google gets uh, the high intent visitors, we get the potential customers or something, readers and all. That's, it's a win-win. So how do you measure the value of this then? Because um, it's it, it's all well and good, you know, getting decent visitors or perhaps um, augmenting your SERP listing because of the use of schema. Uh, but um, is, is it easy to measure the amount of increased traffic or brand exposure and ROI that you get as, as a result as a result of doing this? 
Correct. Yeah. So right now, recently there was an updates on the Google Search Console, the product on the these kind of enhancement, uh, these kind of data can be seen in the Google Search Console. Okay. So once when we embed a code, we can have a video schema. We can implement that thing. So the thumbnails will be appear in the uh, search results. So when the visitors comes on the page for the attribution or something, if it is lead to a lead as uh, something a sale something, we have to use third parties to something called I use Hockey Stack. to track it if the visitor come from something on google okay uh, we can see this is a coming from the google they have signed up for or made a sale or something so it's a simple thing we can use google analytics also that's also fine but google analytics the data gets queued uh, we don't get the data that this you third party software whatever it is the hockey stack that's what i use measuring is fine and also something called in the in the ctr also we can see if we implemented for the something we can split test for a couple of pages if you see if if it has an impact or not just after implementing make sure that you know we have to reindex the same uh, page actually we, normally people what they do something because after implementing schema they just forgot the reindexing the page the schema has to be reindexed so that google can process that information they can like you know get you the results that's the thing Okay, so 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 split split testing is interesting. Um, yes. So obviously, it could potentially take a um, quite a bit of time if you've got hundreds of video embeds on your site and you want to ideally use schema on every single page. So, are you suggesting perhaps implement um, schema on one page with a video in it and and not in another, um, and then split test? What, what what are you split testing? What are you looking for? What we're looking for in the split testing something, you know, the number of visitors we have to get more CTR and the search results on that. That is one. The second one is something the dwell time. The, um, the people spending on that on the pace we have to be higher. That's a, that's a goal actually. Because if we have a video, people has to visit the video. I mean, web page and watch the video something like that, so that they get what they want. So high, the higher the dwell time, it's more like a high intent visitors. So it's a good signal also for Google. So so Google algorithms can easily have so this this visitor visitor these pages have spent this kind of time. So that's fine. That's a good signal. Is it possible to incorporate schema into a content marketing strategy? I I'm thinking, can you get your content creators to actually define where within their content to utilize schema, or is this something that SEOs have to do after content created? Okay, uh, this is exactly we have to do after the content. I mean, it's your job has to work on this one. The content creator they just work on the the content part, but from there they can't work on the code and all actually. So SEO and the web developer has to be there to make it to make most of it. Something you can automate also in the WordPress. We have something called ACF AR uh, custom fields. That is a software okay plugin okay. Uh, so, uh, that software we can use it for the other kind of website uh, website something called text tags so based on the requirements um, based on the whatever the, they have they can make use of it something seo should know what exactly they wanted so that it easy to convey to the developer also the easiest way the possible that's the thing so we have to make a something like you know a template or something so these are the pages have the same template so just make one schema template for them and just like you know make it as the developer to deploy them that's the thing using the variables on the base so does that mean that seos need to be involved in the creation of strategy uh, and advising content creators on what to include exactly we have to i mean seos has to be present on in every stage of the deployment so you shared what seos should be doing in 2023 now let's talk about what seos shouldn't be doing so what's something that's seductive in terms of time but ultimately counterproductive something that seos shouldn't be doing in 2023 There are too many uh, tools out there actually, but they just missing out the Google Search Console data actually because 
what they see something just like you know keyword gaps knowledge gap uh, sorry content gaps and all but they don't see something called intent gaps intent gaps yes each keyword has their own intent gaps i mean each keyword uh, i mean each keyword has their own intent gap we have to see the data okay we have to see the data from the google search console and we have to implement it but everyone stick with the href data semrush data this kind of data just like they just go with the same way that's the thing because i have tested this this idea of something using the different intent different uh, keywords on my test sites or something mass based website that's where i test these things and it is a game changer for me because i mean it's more like you know kg or something keyword golden is some something kind of okay it's more like you know changing the intent the similar kind of keywords okay i mean there is no one is competing and we can make most use most use of it that's the thing so 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 how do you go about defining intent uh, and also is it possible to have more than one intent on the same page when you have skin in the game you will find the intent that's the thing because once you understand the business you will have the skin, uh, you will understand the intent far far better okay so so it's got to be done manually then exactly it it has to be done manually using google search console and also regular like, expressions that's it right okay and is it possible to have more than one intent to serve more than one intent on the same page Yes, we can have it. That's fine because that's exactly where we use something subtopics on the page, so that we can just that's the thing. SEO shouldn't be doing something uh, just relying on the tools. Just focus on the Google Search Console data. Just make most of out of it. That's the data you don't we don't get anywhere else. That's your data. You have to make most use out of it. Okay, and um, I'm assuming that you take data out of Google Search Console and maybe put it in Google Data Studio or something somewhere else. Yes, a uh, bigquery. We can we can put it in the bigquery. Big okay. We can like uh, yeah, we can put in a bigquery. Use the panda something so that we can like you know we can understand what exactly the queries, number of clicks, impressions and all. Or else we can use the simplest Google search console something using the regular expression. That's also fine. We can simplest. That's the easiest way. Suresh Kumar is technical SEO consultant at Gandhi Media, and you can find him over at sureshkumarg.com. Suresh, thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2023. Thank you so much. Happy to uh, share my things. Get your copy of SEO in 2023, the book, over at seoin2023.com. <laughs>